You can call her mayhem or mayday Talk shit, she at your head I ain't talking bald face She don't fuck with baby daddies Fucking up the funk sway Taking care of four kids Sunday to Sunday Fly earth and round trips When she hit the runway Comedy original She do shit her own way Made the stage her place Moving at her own pace Fuck with her the wrong way This gonna be a long day She watch basketball wives Loving hip hop too Born in 81 One day four turned to 82 Funny, ratchet, and cute. She a winner, that's true. She don't even take L's eating alphabet soup. Mayday, mayhem, 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 mayday, mayhem. She a cool black nerd, always been smart. Ever since she turned eight, wanted her name in the charts. Monty Python was a shit. Richard Pryor made a star. Red Fox and Eddie Murphy, inspiration to her art. Welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And today, we will be um, discussing what is going on in Texas and who is at fault. Well, who do I think is at fault? You know, because um, I have an idea of who's at fault. And it's just my perception of it because in my eyes, all of this could have been prevented. All of this could have been prevented. And I'm going to get into that. But first, I would like to say a prayer and, you know, get into exactly what's going on and how did I come to that decision on how all of this could have been prevented 
if it wasn't for motherfuckers just greedy. Greed. Let me break it down to you, my peoples. Like I said, um, it's devastating what has happened in Texas and it has blanketed the whole state of Texas. If you have been watching what has been going on across the country for the past week, because this has played out for the past week um, in February on this um, day of the 19th, all of this has played out where pretty much the whole United States have had like a pretty much polar, polar vortex and we've had a winter storm that has pretty much stretched to the Gulf. With that being said, if it stretched to the Gulf, that means it hit where? Texas. Now, many of you didn't know because hell, I didn't know that Texas was on its own grid. Now, with Texas being on its own grid, Texas don't have to go through regulations like the rest of the United States. Well, Mayday, why is that important that Texas don't have to go through the regular rec the regular regulations like the United States? Well, that's important because we, the rest of the United States are under regulations where the federal government comes in and regulates everything. They do tests, they run, they run tests and make sure everything is winterized and ready. Now, with Texas not being under regular federal regulations, good God, I cannot talk today, y'all. Hollering after these kids. Mm. Ooh, child, I had to take a sip. Had to take a sip of the cherry Pepsi. Oh, clear my throat a little bit. <clears throat> However, with, with Texas having their own power grid, which means they don't use, they're not on the same power grid or regulated under the same power grid as the rest of the United States. They don't have to abide by our regulations. So they pretty much are free to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Also, with that being said, we have to understand Texas is not used to getting Snow. Let's keep that in mind. Also, people, Texas is not used to getting snow. But when they do get snow, which they have in the past, they got snow in 2011. It was a storm similar, but nowhere near, nowhere near of this grand stature. Okay. And 
pretty much the same thing happened. They had to do a rolling blackout. And they were told back in 2011 now. Y'all know the man of mayhem. Stay with me. So 2011. They were told. You know we have a storm that come through. Um, Texas is known for their higher heat. Their high heat. I'm in the Midwest. So. We're used to the cold weather. Whereas. You know, up here, 30 degrees for us is running weather. We run through it and, and like literally 30 degrees for us. We have people walking down the street with t-shirt and shorts on in 30 degree weather. Whereas in Texas, their pipes are busting. Their infrastructure has shut completely down. Everything is freezing. Why? Because for one, that climate in that area is not used to getting that type of weather. So when it hits, it hits. Their infrastructure is not prepared for it. Their infrastructure is prepared for the heat. Now, let's jump back to their grid. Their grid is prepared for heat their grid is not prepared for cold so of course texas have high heat like shit 110 whereas up here shit it get 100 degrees we call that a fucking heat wave we start dropping dead at 95 100 degrees up here we do. We cannot take that heat. Whereas down in Texas, y'all can take the heat. We can't. We're, we're not prepared for it. So there's a big difference. But in our case, we're on a grid. Whereas if it's not supported enough, we pretty much can take power from elsewhere. Hey, look, yo, we need a little power from you. All right, we got you, player. We finna send some y'all away. You know, and also it's under federal regulation, whereas it's ready. How do we know it's ready? It's ready because we didn't make sure it's ready. We didn't heat that motherfucker up to a million degrees. And we didn't cold blast that bitch to a million below. And we know it's not going to fail. We pretty much heated it and everything. I'm going to play some videos throughout this and you're going to understand what I'm saying and you're going to see where I'm coming from if you're not with me. But I'm pretty sure my audience is smart. They're sharp. Y'all hear me. Y'all understand. Y'all with me. Y'all know I ain't finna send y'all on a wild goose chase. Sis, 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 sis. However, like I say, this is a serious, serious topic. But I also like to implicate implicate my comedy also because it's it's serious, but it's also insane, insanely funny how throughout all this now, now Texas is under deep freeze. People's pipes have busted 
have busted y'all. <laughs> People have froze to death in their homes. There's nothing fucking funny about that. People have froze to death in their homes. Babies are living under these circumstances and they don't have nowhere to go. However, <laughs> guess where good old Ted Cruz went? Guess where he went? This motherfucker went to Cancun. Yeah. If y'all didn't know, this motherfucker, and I'm going to say it because that's, that's a real whole ass move. Your state that you represent is in a state of crisis. This is a natural disaster. This is an act of God. And you mean to tell me you're going to take your punk ass down to Cancun talking about, oh, well, my daughter wants to go to Cancun with her friends. So I was the responsible parent and I took her. Fuck that. Let me tell you a little ass something. You ain't going no motherfucking Cancun right now. This is a time where we ain't going no motherfucking well. We finna sit here and hunker down with our state and figure this shit out and find out who is responsible for this motherfucking grid going down. But we already know who is responsible for the grid going down. Who do I think should be held responsible for the grid? Not only, um, Ericot, the governor, Ted Cruz, all of them should be held responsible. Why? Because you had fucking 10 years. Excuse my language, y'all. I'm sorry. But I'm very passionate when it comes to shit that could have been done. And you had, bro, you had 10 years to do this shit, man. And it's not like you did not have the money. Because everything is backed by the government. Everything is backed by the state, by the government. And of course, President Biden is going to declare Texas a state of emergency and send FEMA down there. Why wouldn't he? Of course he is. And he has done so. He already has. He has declared Texas a state of emergency. He has sent FEMA help down there. Of course he has. But however, the governor should be held responsible. Do y'all understand? Like for real, for real, like swear, sweat a rod, sweat a rod, sweat a rod. Texas is one of the second biggest refineries that we have. They house, see, see, when you think of Texas, when you think of Texas, you think of the big boys, the big things. Everything's big in Texas. Am I lying, people? Everything's bigger in Texas. Y'all ever watch SpongeBob? And they always talk about Sandy and how she's from Texas and how they have everything's grand in Texas. and Which it is. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is. Big and beautiful, luxurious, and that is the 
the Lone Star State. I feel you on that. I feel independence. Hell, I'm black and I'm still not independent. But I am independent. You feels me? However, y'all, Texas, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the Texans because my heart go out to y'all. And I think it's so fucked up that this catastrophe had to happen. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have happened. However, we're here. Let's deal with the shit. When I say Texas, I'm talking about the officials that us, the people elect in here. And as we know, this is what the fuck they do. Y'all get in these positions. You get your money. You get your clout. You get your credibility. And you say, fuck y'all little people. I'm finna go to Cancun where it's nice and warm. And I'm chilling. Wow. The whole state is in a deep freeze. And then once when everybody's, once it gets wind. And once you get wind. That everybody pretty much know the cat is out the bag. That your punk ass is in Cancun. You hurry up. Oh, well, I'm going to come home. I am cutting my trip short. Motherfucker, it shouldn't have been a trip from the get-go. What the fuck is you talking about? It shouldn't have been a trip from the get-go. Your ass shouldn't have never went. Who told you to take your punk ass down now? But see, that's, that's what, that's what he wanted to do while the Texans are suffering. But however, goes back to 2011, the system went down. It is not winterized. It's not winterized. Like other states in the Midwest, like I said, um, got sidetracked. Because it just pisses me off that people are dying, starving. They need uh, heat. It's fucking cold to them. It's cold. They freezing. They pipes are literally froze water coming froze because their infrastructure is not built for this cold and your ass in Cancun. However, and there's, there's no reason Texas infrastructure should not be built for every fucking thing because they are number two leading in oil, gas, fuel. So as all of their refineries are shut down. That means gas prices are going to go up for the rest of America because guess what? We get a nice little portion of our gas and oil from Texas. I don't give a fuck they talking about overseas. Don't let them lie to y'all. We get some of our shit, majority of our shit from Texas too. So if their refineries and shit is down, if they're everything is completely frozen over, then that means the rest of America going to end up paying for that shit too. What the fuck? Are you for real? So there's no reason that Texas should not have had this shit winterized, but they are under federal 
They are not under federal reg regulations, so they don't have to be under, under any regulations. They have their own grid. It's just like if I live around the house, if I live in the house with everyone that has electricity and I have solar power, I'm off y'all grid. I don't have to deal with y'all interests and what y'all paying to y'all electric company because I get my power from solar panel. I'm off y'all grid. So the rules that apply to y'all don't apply to me. I can run my electricity and do what I want. However, if that motherfucking solar panel crack or for some odd reason, the sun don't come out for a hundred days and that bitch ain't charged right. Guess what? My infrastructure has failed because guess what? If I didn't have any fail safe mechanisms that made it that would trip that I didn't have a generator out back that damn just in case that solar panel fail. Let me have a generator out back just in case. But if I put all my power and say, nope, this solar panel is going. I tested every single, every single conclusion. And it will not fail. I guarantee you it's not going to fail. No, you haven't. You still have to have a fail safe just in case your fail safe fails. You heard me? You should always have extra paint just in case this paint run out or you mess up with this one. What the hell? Do an artist not have multiple paint brushes? Just in case he he's going to need extra paint brushes, but shouldn't an artist have multiple brushes? That's just like me. I love my makeup. I do makeup. I do it on myself, but I love makeup. Do you know how many motherfucking brushes I have? You think I only have one set of brushes? If I lose that one set of brushes or that one set of brushes fail or break, I'm fucked. Who can't do makeup now? Do you see what I'm saying? Let me dumb it down for them. The bored people up there. Because we're going to get on their ass too in a minute. Because who child? We're going to get on their ass too. Um, you have to dumb it down for them like that. What the fuck? This is exactly what happened. Now, in 2011, they had a storm where they had to do these wide rolling blackouts. Why? Because their grid was not winterized. They have these, they even have wind machines there. Wind machines are also in Minnesota and other places in the country. Why is that important? Because other places in the country, whether they get snow or not, are winterized. Why? Because it is under federal regulation. Whether you get, whether you get, um, whether you get snow or not, it will be winterized. That's just like your car here 
in um, the Midwest. When it's wintertime, you get your car what? Winterized. That means you have all your fluids checked. Um, you make sure you um, put that uh, instant, um, the anti, the instant heat in your fuel line. Why do you do that? So your fuel line does not what freeze because if your fuel line freezes, your engine is going to lock, which is going to freeze your fuel line, which pretty much you're going to have to wait until your, your line unfreezes before you to start your car pretty much, which is a hassle and it'll fuck up your engine in the long run. Pretty much. It's, it's just a whole lot of pain and trouble it's going to cause you. However, there's preparations to be done just in case. Then in the summertime, what do you do? You get your car ready for the summer. What do you do? You put coolant in your car. So what? Your car doesn't run hot in the summertime. You make sure you have air conditioning. You put the little freeze, little freeze stuff in there. Y'all know, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Y'all, some of y'all mechanics, some of y'all husbands mechanics, some of y'all wives is mechanics. Yes, boo boo. Some of my listeners out there are female mechanics and go females. Um, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. That little, that little shit that you spray, that you spray in the thing. You take the top off and you spray it in there. And you have it's got the little the little timer on there, and it tell you how much pressure in there, and it make it cold. You know what I'm talking about, y'all know. Yeah, that shit. They put it in there, why? So your air conditioning shit can run in the summer, why? To keep your car cool. So you're getting your car ready for what? The summer. It's no different than anything else we use in society it's nothing no different they didn't do that in texas they said we ran so many tests we ran tests and we did fail safe we just knew it was gonna we knew it we just knew it was gonna we knew it was gonna um go straight through we knew it fuck running simulations i'm gonna do the test I can simulate all I want. I have to do the actual test. And the fucked up part about this is you had the test. The test was in 2011 and you failed and you fucking failed. All you had to do was winterize it. And why did you not want to winterize it? Because, oh, of the financial, the financial gain, the financial endeavors that it will cost, the money it will cost. Well, motherfucker, to make money, you got to put money in shit. What the fuck is you talking about? This is a multi-trillion dollar company. Because let's not forget the way they get their money. Now that some of these people are now starting to get their electricity and stuff on with millions still out of power, out of heat, out of everything. But the ones that are getting their stuff on, do you know they motherfucking bills jumped from, let's say a hundred dollars to 
$9,000. I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. They bills jumped from $100 to nine stacks, $17,000 for two days, three days, $9,000 for two days just for running heat because I'm cold and it's your fault that the fucking grid went down, period. And you telling me, huh? We're going to charge you $9,000. Hold the fuck up. That's highway robbery. Are you, are you fucking for real? Now, wait a minute. Everything I have is destroyed. On top of that, I've been without power, heat, and gas for a couple of days. And now that I finally do get it on and I turn on the heat to put a little heat in the house and I get a bill... For my first day, it's a three or four racks. And why is that? Because they're on their own separate grid. And they go by supply and demand. See, us up here, we're on a fixed rate plan. Which means you can't charge me. No, I can run my heat. I can run this to a hundred on a hundred right now. And it ain't going to do nothing but go up maybe a couple dollars a month. That's it for my gas. But other than that, it ain't going to be no two or three thousand dollars. And now you telling these people, okay, now that I finally do got the heat, do I feed my kids or do I heat the house? What? These people shouldn't even have to pay no motherfucking gas bill. Are you for real? Are you serious? And now the people are there telling the people you need to hurry up and go to, um, yeah, you need to go to a fixed rate plan where you will not have to pay no nine, $10,000 for two days, three days. Are you fucking for real? This is an act of nature, an act of God. This is something that happens once in a decade. And you sitting up here, this is a state of emergency. And you sitting up here telling me you going to price gouge and blood suck this whole entire state. Knowing that, and in the, fuck that, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Majority of the United States ain't even got fucking jobs. We're in the middle of a pandemic, middle of a recession. Now, a catastrophe, and then you're going to tell these people, oh, well, if you run your heat for two days, that's $10,000. What the fuck? In the words of the great Casey, get the fuck out of here. Y'all will meet Casey. She is a guest that will be coming up. She's, she's, she's something else, y'all. Casey is whoo child. We're going to have to get a little boop, boop, boop button for her because if she was up here, I'm, I'd just be quiet and just let Casey talk. Just, mm. Yeah, I just said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, ooh, child. But let's listen. Let's first, let's listen to one, the Aircot CEO. 
Because we're going to break this shit down for a minute. Because I'm pissed because you put these people on a rolling blackout. You put the lights out, but you never put the lights back on for one. For two, they should have never been on a blackout. Because this shit happened in 2011. And you should have went to rest and fixed the shit then. And we wouldn't be going through this now. For that. For, for, for that alone. These people are, are not... Texas is not equipped for this type of weather. That's the whole kicker. Texas is not equipped for this type of weather. And then they're going down to another deep freeze right now. This shit is not cool. And then pipes busting. I remember my mother was telling me that when I was a baby, they were staying in the building and the pipes busted. And they had to literally go stay with my grandmother for a few months because literally the pipes busted. And it was in the wintertime. And of course, I don't remember. I was a baby, duh. But I can only imagine. And like I said, that's why my heart goes out to them. And when I talk to my mother, she tells me like she know what they feeling. And her heart goes out to them because that's fucked up. It's a lot of other people, elderly people out there. That sickly people that need oxygen. They can't recharge their oxygen. Then the fucking kicker. Like I said, it's so much shit to this, y'all. It is mind-boggling. Then the kicker to this also. You telling these people, oh, well, you have to boil the water. You have to boil the water. Okay. All right. I'll boil the water. With what electricity? Tell me what electricity I'm going to boil the water with, y'all. What electricity am I going to boil the water with? What what electricity? What electricity? Well, you you're gonna um you know uh, you could take the snow and boil it again with what electricity? What? What electricity? How am I gonna boil anything with what electricity? And then the pipes are frozen. So how am I gonna get water out? Literally, how am I gonna get water out? So right now. We're going to take a listen with a clip from um, CNN. And this is a interview with the ERCOT CEO. And, and that's even a whole nother situation in itself because fucked up part with that, the CEOs. It's well, not the CEOs, the board members. A few of the board members don't even stay in fucking Texas. How is it that you're over the board of this ERCOT and you don't even stay there? That's insane. How can you be bored over something you don't stay here? Somebody explain that shit to me. Somebody have to explain that to me. One stay in what? They said what? Michigan somewhere? One stay in what? Canada. I'm like, damn, you stay in a whole other country. You don't even stay here in the United States. Goddamn. So... We are going to take a listen for a few seconds and I'm going to stop and I'm going to interject and we're going to dissect this and we're going to listen to another couple of videos. That way you can understand and see why I say that the governor, Ted Cruz, Ericott, y'all all knew about this and now y'all want to point the finger. All y'all are 
Y'all all in cahoots together. Now y'all want to point at each other. Because with all the price gouging and everything, y'all had the money, the time, and everything to get this shit done. You didn't do it. And now countless people have lost their lives. Millions of people have lost their property, their homes, have to start the fuck over. And so let's take a little listen here, shall we? Let's listen. That would have plunged Texas into a total blackout, which he says could have lasted months. And it was uh, seconds and minutes, given the amount of generation that was coming off the system at the same time that the demand was still going uh, up significantly. And joining us now is Bill Magnus. He's the president and CEO of the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, known as ERCOT. Mr. Magnus, thank you very much for being with us. I know you. you have had a very, very busy and intense week. How did this happen? How did a catastrophe of this level happen? What we saw with the storm that came into Texas, which, as you've been reporting, is unprecedented and causing tragic outcomes all over the state, was a, a terrible uh, event for the grid, for the electric grid. The reason is, on the electric grid, at every moment of the day, we have to keep power in balance. Demand and supply have to be very closely in balance. If they get too far out of balance, uh, the system can get very unstable. Uh, if we let it get it far enough and out, out of balance for long enough, it causes a catastrophic blackout, uh, where it can take an indeterminate amount of time uh, to fix it. So there, uh, those are the worst outcomes that grid operators like ERCOT try to prevent. What we saw when the storm came in was the demand on the system spiking to levels we've never seen in the winter season in Texas, and the supply, uh, also because of the storm, uh, having a lot of the generation plants knocked out uh, as the storm blew through the state. So we had a, the worst kind of combination uh, we could see, and we got to a point where we weren't going to be able to serve the demand, and we had to ask for outages. Uh, that unfortunately uh, had to stay in place for days until we could stabilize the system. The governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, says that just days before you assured him the grid was ready, that you assured him that the that ERCOT could handle this coming storm. Here's what he said yesterday. They said five days before the winter storm hit, the ERCOT CEO assured ERCOT, and I quote, we're ready for the cold temperatures coming our way. Why did you say you were ready? Well, what, when ERCOT says it's ready, what ERCOT needs to do is uh, warn generators, warn transmission owners that we see, see a big event happening. And Pause. Did y'all hear what he said? What he said, what we need to see. No, it should have been what you should have done because this has happened before let's continue i'm sorry y'all he just blew me with that one and we did that in the week before the storm uh we don't own the power generation or the transmission lines we're more the traffic cop or the air traffic control on the system so uh we were warning that we were seeing these conditions coming and we knew that we may have to implement uh the rotating outages that ended up coming uh and as we saw the supply get uh, lower and the demand get higher uh on sunday night uh, those rotating outages were what we implemented. Yeah. Uh, that's what we drill on and that's what we prepare for. Unfortunately, those have terrible outcomes for people when they have to last a long time. But that's the preparation we did to take that action uh, effectively 
before we saw a much, much worse outcome. I just don't think that um, a warning is the same as readiness and that Texans consider being in the dark and without heat for days as being ready. That just doesn't sound like you were ready. And in terms of being unprecedented, I hear you. It was a horrible storm. But in 2011, you also had a horrible winter storm. And back then, there was a lot of talk about having to winterize the system. And it doesn't seem as though it was done. Thank you. Well, the the challenge that the system had Sunday night uh, as we went into these outages was, as we saw the spiking demand, the supply on the system did see a lot of losses. Uh, Generators, because of uh, reasons that had to do primarily with the storm coming in, were not able to provide power to the grid. Uh, So certainly that had to do with why we had to end up calling these outages uh, in in such a large magnitude. I guess is my question. How is that being ready? I think that's something that uh, all everyone. Exactly. Did you hear what she said? How is that readiness? That's not readiness. How was that readiness? It seems like he's steady trying to make excuses for. Well, that, that this is why this is why. And you think the governor didn't know this? Oh, well, I asked him countless times. I asked, I asked. You asked. But you knew. You knew. Let's listen some more. How is that being ready? I think that's something that uh, all everyone in the utility industry is going to have to look at and determine uh, how we manage systems that are this intense in the winter season. Uh, certainly, that there's going to be tremendous amount of assessment and review of what we can do to make this never happen again. Uh, but I think our role and what we feel like we... We deal with this type of winters around the whole United States all year long in some places. All you have to do is take a look at Alaska, the Midwest, Montana. Um, there are several different places. Um, and we can even, let's try to name uh, like Minnesota. Let's t- let's do Minnesota, Wisconsin. Um, these places suffer vortexes all the time. So how could you not know? Oh, we don't know. Now you want to play the dumb role. Now you want to play. We've never seen. We don't even know that there's technology that. Look, bruh. Don't play the dumb role. Don't don't get stupid. And you should literally see. <laughs> You should see the reporter's face. She looked at him like she gave him the role like, bro, don't, don't, don't get cute. She looked, she gave him the role like, bro, I'm the only cute one up on here on the screen. Now don't get cute with me. Now y'all go check out CNN, Texas Power Grid CEO explains what went wrong with Ashlyn Cameron, Cameron. I always mess up her name, but you know, I love her. Peace, love and and all that. You know, I love you, girl. But she gave him the look like, don't get cute. Don't get stupid. Um, I'm the only cute one up here. Stop playing with me. She gave him that look like, 
stop playing with me. Like for real, for real. She gave him the look like, stop playing with me. Like, do I look like somebody to be played with? Like how you don't know how to have this done. Like, let's listen. I'm, I'm going to listen just a little bit more. And then we're going to listen to something else. But I want y'all to check out and just look at her face. She got to look like trick, please. Took care of, uh, although there was a lot of trouble for everyone in the state in this, was to, to be sitting here today saying that uh, most Texans are being able to be restored, uh, power is going to be back on as normal, and we're not talking to you about a much longer, a much more devastating blackout. So, but I mean, are you saying that this was a success story on some level? No, this is not a success story. Uh, I think that we understand we're in the electric business. We know that electricity is essential to civilization. Uh, and it's awful to, for us in the business to see uh, systems that can't make uh, electricity available to everyone. So, no, I think we're going to have to look at this very carefully and understand uh, how we can manage the, uh, the events better as an entire industry. Uh, so not a success, but there were worse outcomes, uh, as bad as these were, uh, that we needed to step in and prevent. On Tuesday, Governor Abbott said that he thought that the top executives at um, ERCOT, obviously, including you, um, should resign. Will you resign? Well, right now, we're focused on getting the rest of Texas power back. That's the absolute focus. Next week, uh, we're going to be having legislative hearings to review the entire event. Uh, and I think at that time, we can assess what next step should be. Uh, right now, uh, we want to keep ourselves focused on getting out of the problem and getting Texas all their power back. I understand. But when the smoke clears, um, at least 15 people have died this week mm -hmm. in Texas, maybe up to 23 people. There have been devastating results to people's homes. There have been fires. How can you keep your job after a week like this? Uh, we need to, we're accountable to, to the people and the leadership of Texas. Uh, we're going to go and explain the steps we took uh, and uh, how that played into the entire situation on the electric grid. Uh, if that's the outcome, that's the outcome. That's where we're accountable. Uh, and we want to, we want to be accountable and explain now he hollering, that's the outcome, that's the outcome. Ah, whatever. He trying to say that ass. No. Uh-uh. We ain't saving that ass. Nope. We are not saving that ass. That ass shall not be saved. But can the governor blame him? Nope. Nope. Because it's your job to make sure these motherfuckers got it on the up and up, knowing that you're under a whole separate power grid. Knowing that you're under a whole separate grid. Have y'all ever, I know it's a little cheesy, but I'm kind of cheesy. You know, it is what it is. May they may him ill. Um, have y'all seen this movie? It's called The Thinning. And it talks about, um, and it's a little bit off topic, but it talks about how this governor in a state, I'm not going to say his name, but it's kind of ironic, but it talks about how this governor in a state, um, 
is going around pretty much he's he wants to run for president and it's a, like experimental thing that goes on where they're trying to thin out the earth where population could be more uh, sustainable, yada, 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 yada. And the governor is pretty much, you know, masking stuff and, you know, doing some underhand shit so his son won't be a part of this quote unquote thinning process. Now, Everyone pretty much thinks that the kids or whatever that goes in this thinning process dies, but they don't die. They end up, they end up becoming like work slaves or something like that. But anyway, the point is at the end of part one, the governor gets exposed for knowing about the cover up. So to save his own ass, he sends his son to the thinning chamber and he announces, I too had no idea of the cover up. I had to send my own son to the thinning lab, the thinning lab. Knowing good and goddamn well, he knew about the cover up. He assigned for his son because his son failed the test on purpose. And somehow he wasn't sent to the thinning chamber. And it's, it's a really, it's a lot of little trickets in there. I would advise you to kind of skim through it and watch it. But it brings me to this because now everybody is trying to save they asses. Everybody's trying to save their asses now. Everybody's trying to, oh shit, I gotta save my ass. I'm gonna blame Erica. You told me that it was up and ready to go. Erica, well, we assured you that we did all the significant investigations of the, of the server, of the service advisor, and we, we ran every last test we knew was possible. And you have, the citizens saying, well, why the fuck didn't you just winterize it? All you had to do was winterize it. All you had to do was do whatever you have to do to winterize it. Oh, but we don't, we don't even know what steps to take to winterize it. Motherfucker, look at the upper northern states. That's regulated. Hey, yo, what type of stuff y'all be using up there? Let us get a couple of those down here. Let, let, let me borrow a few of those up there. Take that shit and put it down here. Now, problem solved. But no, 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 no. Y'all don't want to do that. Y'all would prefer to act as though this was, like he said, like she asked him, what you think this is a success story? That's why she asked him that, like, you think this is a success story? Oh, no, no, no. No, I don't think it's a success story. No, no, nowhere near. Yeah, y'all need to lose your jobs. All y'all need to resign. The governor, you need to be looked at because, um, how far do this go with you? Because you get X amount of money from Erica. Oh, well, well, we don't. We don't run the servers. Now is we don't run the generators. 
we're not in charge of the servers. So now you're going to blame the generators and the servers. Now you're going to blame the people who make the generators and servers. Isn't that a coinky dink? Isn't that something? You're going to blame them for the shit. Even though you in charge of it. I put on this motherfucker what you tell me to put on it. But you're going to blame me for it failing because you didn't tell me to winterize it. Even though I probably could have been telling you for 30 years. You need to winterize this. You need to winterize this. And you telling me no. We're going to cut costs. No, it's too costly to winterize it. Now that it's failed. Oh, well, we have to do other precautions. Just fucking winterize it. But let's, we're going to take a break and we're going to hear some of the stories. And you can look on YouTube and literally hear this shit. We can look on it and hear it. We're going to hear some of the stories and we'll be right back. Gotta pay some bills. I'll be right back though. And I want to take this time to thank you for listening to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. And I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. And you can not only catch me on Anchor FM, but you can catch me on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. If you have a streaming device, listen to your girl Mayday Mayhem. Ew. I would also like to take this time and thank all my sponsors and listeners' support because without you, this podcast would not be possible. So I would like to say thank you and I love y'all. Let's keep going on with the show. And welcome back to the Mayday Mayhem podcast. I am your host, Mayday Mayhem. Ew. And we are back and we are talking about the devastating storm that blanketed Texas and how the official ERCOT has completely the power grid has completely went down and who's to blame I say the governor is to blame Ted Cruz is to blame of course Erica is to blame I say they all are in the boat together especially Ted Cruz old pudgy head ass go take a fucking trip to Cancun why am I so mad at him Let's listen to some stories on why I'm so mad at him. He gonna take his old phosphated head ass to fucking Cancun. Wow, this is happening in Texas. Let's take a listen. And you can find this on the Today um, Today uh, News. This is where I got it from. Flowing number, running water, flooding homes, only adding to the nightmare. State officials offering little guidance on when any of it will be over. Every source of power that the state of Texas has 
has been compromised. Mavelle Trailer and her father, Lewis, have spent the past four days inside a cold, dark home using a single gas stove to stay warm. I know God is here, but who else? We're supposed to take care of our people. To the south in Houston and Galveston, millions being told to boil their water after outages impacted treatment plants. Going to be in this for a couple of more days. Emergency officials now fielding hundreds of calls related to carbon monoxide poisoning as people resort to desperate measures to stay warm. Do not use grills indoors and do not run your car inside your garage. With limited water, even fire departments are struggling to battle blazes. They're running from one call to the next, trying to do the best that they can. The Lone Star State is alone in having its own power grid, allowing it to bypass federal regulations that would require safeguards for this exact type of cold weather. ERCOT, the nonprofit that operates the grid, admitting they are not able to compete with Mother Nature. ERCOT saw the storm coming. The storm blew in. It also did damage to the supply side. And that knocked us enough out of balance uh, that we had to take on these outages, uh, as, as difficult and damaging as they have been. The dangerous storms roaring across the country, leaving snow and bitter cold from Arkansas to Illinois. The Northeast now bracing for impact as folks in Texas do their best to survive. It's really terrifying to think about people dying from these freezing conditions. And we don't want to be one of those statistics. And this morning, the White House has pledged generators and diesel to Texas hospitals and other critical facilities to hopefully keep them open throughout this weather crisis. And Governor Greg Abbott banning the sale of natural gas across state lines to make sure those in-state have ample supply. Hoda? All right, Morgan, for a second, let's go back to those viral photos. They just showed just how freezing it is there in Texas inside the homes. We saw the freezing ceiling fans. We saw the water that couldn't come out of the sink. So how, does this underscore how the area isn't built for those kinds of conditions? Mm, absolutely. I mean, you can't stress enough how unprecedented this is in its sheer scope across the entire... As we heard, you can watch the rest of the story at uh, C... Um, she ain't got her reading glasses on, y'all. She ain't got her reading glasses on. Uh, I'm sorry, today's show. So, yeah. But, um, the storm was, went without president. It blanketed the whole United States. How could you not? You have people. No, as you can see, the treatment facility cannot be treated. So, as you can see, the governor has even said the whole state has been compromised. The whole state has been compromised. The whole infrastructure has failed. So somebody, uh, hey, heads will roll. Somebody has got to take the fall for this. It, it is what it is. Somebody's going to have to take the fall for this. Heads will roll. Because the whole entire infrastructure of Texas failed. It failed. 
over 13 million people without water and electricity. And then the water is compromised so they can't drink it, have to boil it before it's used. But guess what? If you are even able to run a tap or get tap, you don't have any electricity. So how can you boil it? As you heard, people are being called for carbon monoxide poisoning. Why? Because they're trying to keep warm inside of their garages with the cars running. How else are they going to keep warm? It's too cold in the house. It's too cold. How else are they going to keep warm? Whereas Ted Cruz, he calls himself being a responsible adult. And because his daughter wanted to go to Cancun and he wants to be a responsible dad. And I went down there with her. No. How about being a responsible human being and telling your daughter that this is not the time to go to Cancun and um, this is the time for to be more humble and not take life for granted because people have lost their lives. They say 23 or so, but let's be real. We all know us more, possibly more. Then on top of this, we have COVID. They have to send generators to keep the hospitals going. You have people that are in, in, you have to keep your shelters going. You have to keep those going. And you mean to tell me that none, y'all don't know nothing about this. None of this. Here's another one. Hold Guys, on. Um, so this is my house. I don't know what to do. Their houses are caving in. The U.S. winter weather crisis and things only seem to be getting worse, especially in Texas, where as of Thursday afternoon, a half million people are still without power and heat as electricity companies fail to deal with rare sub-zero temperatures. Got the shower over hot and I got about 10 jackets on and I don't think I'm going to make it no more. So who got heat at their house, bro? I'm coming over. A quarter of the residents in the state have been told to boil their own drinking water as supply systems are hit. Adding insult to injury, a state famous for its oil industry is also suffering from a shortage of petrol. We're kind of stuck here. I have nine miles left to go with my car. So we have to find something that's within nine miles from here. Texas is America's second most populous state with 29 million residents living in an area larger than the whole of France. It's the only U.S. state that has its own electricity grid and is not part of the national system by its own choice, which has allowed it to bypass federal regulations designed to protect against exactly these kinds of conditions. Under fire for being seemingly woefully unprepared, the state's energy bosses were forced to defend themselves. It was a problem with that capacity being knocked out by an extraordinary event. 
and, and also the impact of that. And they just continuously, just, just continuously, and they just continuously just try to explain themselves. Like it's okay. It's okay. We we had to do what we had to do. No, what you had to do was make sure the Texas people were safe and secure. That's all you had to do. That's it. And this is all by choice. How much money are you getting per capita per year, per per day, per hour? And you know Ted Cruz is getting some of that money. He's a part of Texas. You know the governor is getting money. They're a part of Texas. But everything is a shortage now. But who's to blame? Now do you see why? I say all three of y'all motherfuckers in the boat together. Especially Ericot. Y'all need to all resign. Get the fuck out. Um... Y'all, uh, Texas, y'all need to, uh, come on and be a part of the national grid with everybody else so y'all can at least have it federally regulated. So, um, hmm, you know, it might be a ploy or whatever, but at least your grid won't go down again and at least it'll be winterized and everything because we all know the reason they don't want it federally regulated is because they don't want the government in their pockets. You don't want them in your money, in your pockets. Let's be real. You don't want them in your, in your purse strings. You don't want them in your wallets. That's it. But in order to keep the government out your wallet, you would risk millions and millions of people's lives. Are you fucking for real? And while all this is going down, Ted Cruz ass is over here in Cancun talking about being a responsible parent. The fuck? You are not only, um, what about being a responsible, um, you know, Texan? How about that? But oh, that don't count when Texas is going through some. I forgot. That's fucked up. <sighs> I'm my heart, my heart, my heart just goes out. My heart just goes out to Texas. And all the people down now. Because it's hard being in the cold. And and I know it can be. Well, I honestly can say I don't know. Because Texas is not used to this cold. And if they don't know, they don't know. They, they don't know about driving in snow. They don't know how to really stay warm in snow. I mean, in the cold and all this, they don't know the little tricks of the trade, you know, that us northerners know that, that, you know, that we take for granted every day, you know, but these people are just trying their best just to survive, just to survive. I saw one um, video where a man, he put grits on his stairs because they didn't have uh, salt. And I'm like, that works. It made traction. He was able to move. Another thing that would make traction, um, if you have a cat in the house, cat litter. 
That's a good thing for traction. Cat litter. Um, um, if you're able to fill some uh, heat up some, some type of way, maybe you have some water bottles and put some hot water in the water bottles and close them up. You're able to make and wrap some um, towels around them. You're able to make like little warming bottles that can keep you warm. Um, you, if you're able to, um, I'm trying to think of things off the top of my head that possibly any people in Texas that could possibly listen that if you're listening, that can possibly help you. I'm thinking off the top of my head that you could possibly do when you're cold. Um, there are things that are in the vicinity of you that you could possibly use that are near you. Um, of course, you know, the, uh, y'all are burning. Don't burn anything inside. Of course, everything outside. Um, uh, it's, it's so hard because it's so devastating that you are, you having to think to help anyone out like this, that you're thinking like this. And it's really hard. It's really hard. And it's heartbreaking that we live in a country that this state is allowed to do this to their people, to their other Texans. Like this is so fucked up on so many different levels because you knew, and this really, really, really could have been prevented. And all I can do is pray. Um, uh, I'm really seriously sitting here thinking of any other Things that can keep you warm that's in your general vicinity, like in your person. Um, I'm not, I'm, my mind is drawing a blank and it's probably because I'm upset and angry. Um, because while all this is happening, like these people are warm in their beds like a book, as a book in a rug, snug, you know, they cool, calm and collective. And that's not cool. So, um, be grateful for what you do have and be humble by what you do have. I will be ending this podcast today the way I always end my podcast. If no one told you they love you, I do. I truly, truly do. Make sure you do better today than you did yesterday and strive for a better tomorrow today. Thank you and good night.